Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. I have the distinct pleasure to announce that Southern Cooking, our man in the South, C. Lee McGinnis, is joining us. He is a scholar, a writer, a Renaissance man, a poet. I mean, what doesn't what what doesn't he do? You know, when they asked Prince that question, you know what he said, C. Lee? What's that? He said dishes. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what What don't you do, Celie? Because I'm pretty sure that you can do it all. But uh, is there anything that uh, that that you that you don't do? I, I won't say I don't do, but I'll say I don't do it well. Is my father and grandfather were all handymen. And mm. I must admit that I am not as nearly as handy as they are. So... Uh, I do. I'll, I'll fix a. I'll change an alternator, maybe a starter, but anything else on the car, I can't deal with. Matter of fact, we just had a a power outage, and so I got to get somebody in to change one of the ceiling fans. And I looked at it for a second. I was like, nope, nope, that's not what I do. So yeah, I am not. But, but much to my father's chagrin, uh, whenever I would call somebody to fix something, he hit me with the, huh, and I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that that was not a good sound coming from Pop. So yeah, so I I, I am not a good handyman. Well, Celie, I'm sorry to have to announce to the Word family that this is going to be your last uh, reality check show. I am going to beg, I mean, bug you to potentially make some, um, uh, you know, maybe once in a uh, once upon a time appearances, maybe uh, come on as a guest and, and we'll figure that out in the new year. But I know that you really want to take the time to uh, work on your writing and to do all all the other things that you do so well. Um, but I hope that you will be able to come back and join us intermittently, uh, if possible, if that fits into your schedule in 2024. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And as you know, uh, you you were one of the very few people who could pull me away from writing. I mean, there's not many people who could have said, hey, brother, come do. But I mean, you know, it's it's you're doing good work. Right? It's not just great work. Right? I mean, there's the, there's the aesthetic of it, of the great work that you're doing. But then that great work is for a good cause. And WRD is doing both great and good work. And so whenever somebody's doing great and good work, I think it is our responsibility to contribute or lend a hand. I always tell people that, look, you think about the civil rights movement. Yeah, we know all the people who did the big, important work. There are a lot of people who cooked some meals. There are a lot of people who made some donations. There are a lot of people who took some blankets, right? And so we can't discount. And so I always tell people, Help people win in where you can. I remember when Hurricane Katrina happened, and of course, people focused mostly on New Orleans, but there was a lot of devastation on the on the coastal lines here in Mississippi. And as a writer, I didn't know what I could do. And I remember my wife was like, well, brother, can you pick stuff up? I was like, well, yeah. She said, well, go down there and pick stuff up. And that's literally what I did was the day, I, two days after Katrina, I went down and picked stuff up. So to so all you people, to everybody listening, wondering, well, what can I do to help pick something up? And, 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 and so that's what I said. So that's why I came because Sister P is always doing great work. And it was my joy and pleasure to come help her out. 
Well, you know, I hope I don't get emotional during this conversation because, you know, I don't really cry too much except when I go see Samara Joycing. Now that, that was like that. I must have been all the unshed tears when I went to see her concert. But uh, I want I don't think it's any accident that we are having this conversation on the second day of Kwanzaa, Kuji Chakalia, which is self-determination. So I wanted to get your thoughts as you are a self-determined kind of brother. What self-determined means to you and and how do you think you're going to be exercising that in 2024 so we can keep up with you? So self-determination, and I want to talk about this both individually and then as a race of people. Mm. Um, it essentially means, let's deal with the definition of power. I always tell people, if you want to know what power is, power means having the ability to make something happen or stop something from happening. Mm. So if you cannot make something happen or stop something from happening, then you're fooling yourself that you have power. And so being self-determined is you deciding what things you want to make happen and what things you want to stop from happening. And that is really the principle of what that, that we as self-determined Black people have a right to define how our community should look. And for too long, we have allowed people to tell us not only do we not have the power to do it, but we don't have the right to do it. Mm. Like we, there are too many black people who don't understand that the community school, the elementary school, the middle school, the high school, that's your school. That's your school in your community. Therefore, to be self-determined is you have a right to determine the curriculum in the school in your neighborhood. Just like all these people around here burning books and banning books and doing all that, that's fine for their community. But as, as black folk, we have a right to say, I want my child to learn X. I want my child to learn why. That is the core of self-determination is determining what you put in your mind. And so for me, self-determination simply means do I see and understand what's best for me and best for my community? And then do I then have the resources or the relationships to make that a reality? And I add this because the new one's up I add this and that. And that is that is also at the core. You hear people, a lot of people talk about uh, New Year's resolutions. Mm. The problem with most New Year's resolutions is that they begin looking outward rather than looking inward. Mm. And if you really want your New Year's resolution to work and to be self-determined, you got to start focusing inward, looking at the process rather than the desired result. Because as long as you're looking at the desired result, then you won't have a plan. As I always say, people without a plan are actually planning to fail. There's a great article that I, it's, it's a about 20-year-old article called How to Raise Smart Children. And in that article, it says that the parents who have the most accomplished children, they didn't focus on the grade, they focused on the process to get the grade. Mm. And one of the things that I would notice when I would get freshmen in college when I would return that first paper, as you know, that first paper is one with all the red ink on it, right? <laughs> and what the freshmen would do, they would look at the grade, but they would never look at the comments. And one thing that article stresses is if you teach your child to focus on the process, then the grade becomes a byproduct of the process. And the problem when we're making these New Year's resolutions, since we're not focusing on the process, once it gets difficult, we quit. And we quit because we didn't have an idea of the process. So all of that is part of being self-determined. But part of being self-determined is understanding, as Alice Walker said, 
We are the ones for whom we are waiting. We must save ourselves. So part of being self-determined is understanding that you need to have a process where you are saving yourself as an individual and we as a community are saving ourselves collectively. Mm. I mean, you, you want me to say something after that? That that just broke everything down so fantastically. I'm sitting here like, yes, absolutely. I think you are 100% right in that. And that is really inspirational for me personally. That's something to think of as we head into the new year. Uh, we probably don't have enough time, but if we're looking into the new year, what are some things that you are looking forward to? Let's, let, let's go out on a positive note because we know 20. 24 is coming in with some some challenges for all of us. But what are some of the things you are looking forward to? The ability to be a better human being in 2024 than I was in 2023. Mm. And number one, you know, I had to learn 50, I am 54, officially 54 years old. And I had to learn that one of the things that I have to learn to do is to be more grateful. Mm. Often, we focus on what we don't have rather than focusing on what we have. And again, if black people simply, we, black people, we represent $10 billion. Mm. So I'm looking forward to us as black people understanding that if we represent $10 billion nationally, there is nothing that black people have that we can't get. And so that's what I'm looking forward to me being both grateful and part of being grateful keeps me focused because I always hear somebody say, I sure wish I had a new car. You ain't changing all on the old car. So why should you get a new car to mess that one up? Or someone said, well, I sure wish I could get me a new job. You ain't going to work on time with the job you get. <laughs> and so part of being grateful, if I'm, if I'm grateful for something, I appreciate it and treat it better. Mm. And so a lot of people going into 2024 for me, I, 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 I do, with all the craziness, I just love and believe in African genius so much. I just love and believe in black folks. Look, look, I am on a black radio station talking to a brilliant black woman that's being dispersed to all you innovative people in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, way down here from Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. That is black brilliance. It is not for the foresight and the innovation of black brilliance, we would not be having this conversation. So based on that, I am grateful for this moment. And I, that gives me the hope that we in 2024 will become the people that we are destined to be. That's it. Say Lee, listen, brother, you have been such a support to me uh, in going into radio and being a host for the first time. I have nothing but enormous gratitude for you. I know that the world already knows your brilliance, but I'm sure that there is more brilliance coming in 2024 and beyond. I'm looking forward to us celebrating the 40th anniversary of Purple Rain next year. We know there's going to be multiple celebrations going on and uh, maybe we can get you to come to Philly and hang out with us and do something because, you know, the world is going to uh, know your brilliance even more in 2024. I see that for you and um, I hope that I can entice you to come back on to Reality Check, if not as a regular, then as uh, someone who will come on and, and guest star if you will, from time to time. And we will talk about how to make that work. But I want to thank you for bringing us Southern Cooking. I want to thank you for being a friend, a scholar, 
a Renaissance man. Uh, Mr. can do it all except for handyman work, but that's why we have folks out here who can uh, make that happen for us. And we appreciate their skills as much as we appreciate yours, C. Lee. My brother, I love you. And I'm looking forward to whatever else we may do in the future. Love you too. Thank you for having me. And I know y'all got to sign off. So just you know, love you and thank you for everything that you do. All right, C. Lee. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 